Welcome to all of you, and welcome to all who are listening on Torani Time and other platforms. Pesach Teshvos form a fundamental contrast in perspective, in perspective of how we relate to Hashem and in turn how He relates to us. The question is, who is the primal mover here? Well, when it comes to Pesach and Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, it is certainly not us. We were in the lowly slave position, weak and feeble, not only physically, but spiritually as well, languishing on the 49th level of Tumah. Hashem intervened to redeem us, and he did it with a show, with a divine firework show of Makos, He was on top of his game. He intervened for us. We were in the dependent position. This is why he says at the time of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, B'ni B'chori Yisrael, the Jewish people are my child. He tells Paro, if you start up with my Bechar, I will start up with your Bechar. And hence, Makas Bechor is the plague of firstborn. Kind of as any of us would tell, a bully towards our children. Don't you dare lay a finger on my child or else. Our child is in the needy position. We are their protector. That was Hashem towards Klal Yisrael at the time of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. On the other hand, Shavuos time, we make commitments. We sing Nasa Vanishma. We commit to a life of meaning and purpose. We are no longer children towards a father, needy and dependent. We are a spouse. Biyom chasunasu zu matan Torah. Matan Torah is called a marriage. A marriage of two adults. Partners with reciprocity. A mutual relationship we are both doing for each other. It takes two to tango. In Shavuos time, we become Hashem's partner, Hashem's loving dance partner, as we contribute towards Him as much as He contributes towards us. And that's really what Hashem wants, an engaged Klal Yisrael, who give from themselves as much as He is giving towards us. This contrast between Pesach and Shavuos is brilliantly manifest in the seasons of each Yom Tif. Chag of the blossoming season of Pesach versus Chag HaKatsir, the harvesting season of Shavuos. Understand that these seasons highlighted in relationship to the Yom Tovim are far more than a calendar coincidence, but capture the meaning of each respective Yantif. Pesach as Chag the spring season, the blossoming season, which follows the deep dark winter, the time of Darkness with the long nights, cold, frigidity, everything which correlates to gulls, to lowliness, followed then by the spring, opportunities, promise, geula. The birds are chirping, the flowers are blossoming. It is all opportunity and promise from Hashem, because blossoming is a natural phenomenon. Hashem's nature is coming to full bloom. Hashem is showering us with bracha. It is his nature. He's granting us opportunities. And it's exactly that. Opportunities. Now the question becomes, what do we do with it? And that is the power 
of Chag HaKatzir, the harvest season. Staging everything a Matan Torah and a Shavuos is supposed to be. We harvest. The human pulls out the sickle and grabs hold of the grain. And let's appreciate just how visceral, just how power that imagery is of the harvest. Though vegetation had been growing in nature, the soil was as though its womb, its divine womb, where it was growing, cultivated by Hashem, comes along the human being and he plucks it right out of its divine womb, detaching Hashem's beautiful crop from its makom yanika. But this is not a cruel plucking away, but rather a passing of the baton. The green is no longer, so to speak, Hashem's cultivated by Hashem. It is now ours. We are going to do something with it. And that thrust, that almost aggressive thrust, plucking it right out of Hashem's hands, is exactly what he wants the farmer to do. That's why he provided the farmer with the bracha of that crop. Well, beyond crop, you understand the Torah is using the realm of human nutrition, that primal realm which speaks to us on a gut level, as its staging ground for the realm of meaning. That following the blossoming season of all the brachas, not only of vegetation, but of freedom, everything Hashem granted us, material blessing, spiritual blessing, most of all, now we are going to do something with it. The way we are Makabal Torah is going to determine what really happened to all of that bracha, all of that freedom, all of those opportunities and avenues which Hashem opened to us, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Pesach time. And let's study one final expression of this contrast. Pesach Tashvuas, who is running the show? Hashem who is the primal mover? Is it Isirusamila Ela awakening from above, as in the case of Pesach, or Isirusamila Tata awakening from below, awakening from Kalisra, as in the time of Shuas? Let's study one more symbolism or expression of this symbol of this motif. And that is appreciate that Sviras HaOmer, this period, is counting the Two harvesting carbonos. It began on Pesach with the carbon omer, a carbon consisting of barley kernels. And then 50 days later on Shavuos, we sacrificed the Shtei Halachem, wheat breads. And it is so clear that Sfiris HaOmer, as a count, marking the transition between these two carbonos, wants us to fixate and focus on this graduation, this growth between barley kernels and wheat bread. Well, one aspect of contrast is kernel to bread. Pesach time, we sacrificed kernels. Kernels are the form in which the vegetation grew. We might roast the kernels, cut them a bit in offering the carbon, but fundamentally we're offering Hashem back what he gave us. We haven't done anything to it. However, at the end of this period of growth, Svir Sohomer, Shavuos time, we offer bread. We made something, something totally new. Bread is totally different from kernels. People are impressed with the Yiddish of Baba's innovation and intuition in, say, making a potato kugel, that she could take this coarse potato and make a succulent 
soft kugel. Well, with all due respect to our papas, even more sophisticated than the transition from potato into potato kugel is grain to dough to succulent bread. It's amazing. We take it for granted, but it's amazing that mankind perceives in the kernels of grain Hashem gave us, gave us the potential for edible, nutritious bread. Well, beyond simply a nutritional phenomenon, this symbolizes a spiritual phenomenon. Sphere so Omar wants us to focus on making kernels into bread, making all the raw material Hashem gave us, ultimately the brachas he imbued us with, doing something with it, forming something with it. And what is powerful about this idea is that this contrast between grain and bread can be found elsewhere in Chazal's thought. There is a well-known medrash regarding the Roman proctor Tornus Rufus who challenged Rabbi Akiva as the heretics frequently would do. And he thought he caught Rabbi Akiva in a theological whammy. He said, hey, do you believe God is perfect, Hashem is perfect? Rabbi Akiva said, of course. He said, then why do you circumcise yourself. Why do you do bris You're mutilating the body. We know in Greco-Roman culture, as in some cultures today, they worshipped environmentalism, the purity, the unadulterated purity of nature, and circumcision was seen as a barbaric mutilation of the body. So, hey, you believe God's perfect. How can you improve upon him? How can you outdo him? By as they'll make the bo- making the body better by circumcising it. Rabbi Akiva smiled and he turned around and he said, Hey, what did you eat for lunch today? A gliska, pastry, bread. Well, did a bread grow on the tree? Did bread grow on the tree? Did an apple grow on the tree? Or did an apple turnover grow on the tree, so to speak? What? Did that bread grow on the tree like an apple? No, it was a kernel of grain. You mutilated Hashem's grain when you made it into bread, laughed Rabbi Akiva. You too are outdoing Hashem. Now understand that far more than simply a witty retort, Rabbi Akiva was responding wisely. He was saying, just as you see in the physical world, Hashem made imperfection, inedible, presently inedible grain, but an imperfection which is actually even more perfect because Hashem wants to avail us the opportunity to participate in the process and to do something with his world and be partners in his creation, just as a parent who gives child resources, an educator who gives child, a child resources and then steps back and gives the child or the student space to develop the project for themselves and even deeper develop themselves as a person. That's what Hashem wants to do, not only in the field and vis-a-vis grain, but as people, Hashem gave us an Arla, which according to Chazal represents man's base animalistic nature. And he said, circumcise yourself, which represents taking that base nature and channeling it to something beautiful. Everything a Jewish relationship is, everything the relationship between man and woman is, and how that area of the body, the place of the Mila, becomes something sacred and beautiful, ethereal and loving. Well, we do that. 
Hashem says, I gave you something imperfect because the greatest perfection is to give you the opportunity to develop yourselves. That is what Shavuos is all about. This teaching of Rabbi Akiva is not in a vacuum, but I believe is derived from Shavuos itself, from the Omer to the Shtei Halacham, the grain offering into the bread offering, which is what Shavuos, the Yantav of self-development, is all about. So now we have a cohesive picture. From the contrast between the parent-child relationship of Nebuchadnezzar, Yisrael, Yitzhak, Mitzrayim, to the t- it takes two to tangle the marriage of Matan Torah when we become adults in an adult reciprocal relationship with Hashem as two spouses. To the contrast between Chaga Ovev and Chaga Katsir, when Hashem's beautiful blossoming season now becomes our season when we pluck it out of his hand, but in a complementary ways he hands the baton to us, not only of his grain and vegetation, but of his world and of meaning. And finally, the grain-to-bread motif of the contrast between Omer to Shteelechem. Overall, the very powerful motif emerges. You know what our mandate is this Shavuah season? Reflect back not only on the national Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, but on your personal Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Bracha Hashem has given you how areas in your life where Hashem has allowed you to transcend lowliness, degradation from others, inhibitions of circumstance. Hashem has opened up avenues and opportunities for each of us in our individual lives, pursuing our personal destinies. And our vote is Hashem. Now we're going to celebrate what we did with it. We each actualize those promises in a Shavuos, in a Matan Torah, to develop our own Chelek in Torah, our own vision of self. And nothing is more precious than that. Shavuos developing what we became through the dint of our own efforts. Amen. Kei mihi